Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Man, it feels like it's been forever, but it's only been a few days. And this show is no different from the rest. We are here to shine a light on all the free thinkers, the game changers, and most of all, the disruptors. And we do it all for the culture. I can't talk for the culture. Y'all know what I mean. It's for us, for all of us out here who are working, who are building, who are creating, who are striving to be our best selves. This is what it's all about. And today's guest is no different. I have Miss Tamaya Davis on the show, and she is going to share the nitty and the gritty of what helps her become who she is. This badass Arthur who is creating a way and using her voice to help women change the direction of their lives. But before you get to hear all of her goodness, because I know you're ready, I got a question. Have you done a review for the show? You see that? I I wish I had sound effects because that would be crickets. Because that's how y'all do me. You say, yes, Amir, I'm going to do it. And then I'm all gassed up. And then the new week comes in and there's no new reviews. So guys, I'm thirsty. Today I am. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your thoughts. And most of all, I want you to share the show on your favorite social media platform so that I can say thank you and I can give you a proper shout out. So now that we got that housekeeping taken care of, I guess we can have some company. So Tamaya is an author. She's a woman who had a major event totally change the trajectory of her life. And it has totally warped her perception and what she really has found out to be her path and her true calling. So help me welcome to the show, Miss Tamaya, and so we can hear all about what got her, her to where she is right now. Hey, Tamaya. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. I am so happy to be here. I'm a little tongue-tied, as you can see. But that was all good. You sound good. It's all good. <laughs> so I know people are probably wondering, well, what happened? Okay, she's she's baiting us in, right? Of course I am, y'all. Of course I I'm am. In, I'm in. But story, I want to know. Right. It's so unique. Yeah. So take Thank us you. back to this party girl, to the woman who was out here living, living that life and what happened. So I was like every teen, you know, being mischievous, um, being sneaky and um, just wanting to have fun. Everything about my life was all about fun. And, um, you know, I was just, I was, I was 19 years old. So, uh, well, of course, before 19, I put a little bit of that in there too, but I just wanted to have fun. And my friends and I, we had went out of town. We were going out of town to, um, to go shop and actually we was going to this place like Potomac Mills up in the um, DMV area to go shopping and a week or so before that I had went up that area because I grew up in that area from Baltimore and I had met these guys at this gas station and um when I had got when I got went back up that way I was like I'm gonna give them a call you know I'm gonna have my girls with me we're gonna go give a call what's what's so crazy though is my girls that was in the car with me they didn't even want to go. Like 
they kept telling me no, no, no. Now that I am grown, I know that that was God telling me no. But at the time, I didn't. I was just thinking they was being party poopers. And um, we ended up going out of town. And that's when the car accident happened. The guys, they were kind of jerks. They had took the keys from us. Um, they wanted us to party a little bit more than what we wanted to party. We had expected to only be there for a couple minutes. We thought we were just going to stop through. And um, that's not what they wanted. They wanted us to party. They wanted us to smoke weed and get drunk and, you know, have a whole shindig with them, which that wasn't our plan. So one of their friends that got a little upset, he took the keys from us, girl, and left and left us at the party and left us there for hours. And when we got the keys back, it was like midnight, middle of the night. So by the time we got on the road, we was exhausted, sleepy, and tired. And from there, that's how the car accident had happened. Wow. So, you know, there's a whole lot of lessons just in that, that, that preface alone. Seriously. Yeah. You know, how many of us. It was crazy. Cause I, I remember it so clear, like. We were like, we, like he, he, we was, I remember we were standing up against the wall and he was like, yo, do you want a party? And I was like, nah, like we chilling, chill out. He was like, nah, y'all need to party. Like y'all in town with us. Like he was up in our face. Like y'all need to party. We was like, nah, he's like, yo, you need to smoke, like chill out. Like he's bucking and he's really bucking on me. Because I'm telling him, like, nah, we good, you know? He's like, nah, you need to party. He's like, F that. Grab the keys out the hand and walk out the door. I'm talking about, I literally watched him walk out the door. So I go get the guy that I'm cool with. And I'm like, yo, your friend just took my keys. Like, what's up with him? He's like, oh, that dude. You know, he used another word. But he's like, that dude always fronting. He be mad make a long story short I wouldn't get the whole book away but um yeah he took the keys and we didn't get the keys to hours we had to get in the car and go riding looking for this dude in the middle of the night in DC area you know it's like the trenches we like yo what the heck it was crazy it was purity craziness but yeah wow so you guys get in the car we get in the car. And you have an accident. Yeah, so we driving back home. We listen to music. I remember we was listening to Mary J. You know, back then, Mary J was pumping. And uh, we listened to Mary. We having fun. And um, my girl, she had drove first. Um, she was like, hey, you know, I'm going to drive first. So she started driving first. And then um, we had stopped to get some gas. And um, I had took over. I had started driving. And I literally do not remember driving. I remember getting in the car. I remember us listening to the first couple songs. I I don't even remember what it was. Um, We listened to the first couple songs or whatever. And then I just remember this big impact of hitting something. Um, At the time, I didn't know what. I didn't know I hit something at the time. I just remember my entire body jerking extremely hard. And um, from there, that's, that's, that was the accident. Wow. So now, you know, and not to, not to give away. So I know this is a huge catalyst in your life. Yeah. So can we share any of 
you know, what, what part, you know, I had lots of people have accidents, right? So we have accidents and not all of them make us reevaluate, you know, what's happening in life. And without giving too much of your book away, just take us to what about that accident made you realize that this life wasn't for you. Um, actually it wasn't until, so not to give the book away, like you said. So when I woke up, I woke up in the hospital. Um, I, well, when I first woke up, I woke up with this gentleman standing over top of me. And, um, at, at this point, like I said, now I know he's an angel, but at the time I didn't know who this man was. I just knew that this man was soothing me and, um, I really wanted to get up and he kept telling me that I couldn't get up. He's like, you can't get up, you couldn't get up. And I didn't know why. I just knew that I felt really wet. I knew I was really cold. I knew my body was shivering. Um, I, I didn't really understand what was going on. Um. But what has changed everything is the whole time I was fighting for my life, I was fighting for my son. Um, throughout my book, I kept, um, if you read, well, if anyone read my book, um, they would see that I kept saying, but I got to get my son, I got to get my son, because the whole thing was I wanted to go get my kid. Like, that's why I wanted to leave. Um, I had just had my son. He was um, three months. And when I came home, he was almost seven months. He was six and a half months or so. I stayed in the hospital for a little over three months. And um, the moral to the story is um, you got to listen to your instincts. I really, I really believe in listening to my instincts. I really believe in listening to that um, higher, higher power where um, if they say, if, if you hear that stop and if you hear that no, then that stop and that no means something. Um, if I would have listened to my friends two or three times, we turned around and we weren't going to go out of town, but we ended up going anyway. If I would have listened to that voice, um, that voice, when you're covered, you have that voice. And I was, you, you'll know. You know, you gotta, you just gotta stop. And basically, I just wanted to live a different life. I wanted to live a better life. I knew I had to raise my son. I knew I wanted to be a better person. I knew I wanted to be a better woman. I knew I wanted to be a stand up woman. I knew I wanted to be successful. I knew I didn't want to depend on anyone. And at the time, I had lost so much. Um, I couldn't walk. They said I would never walk. They said I would never use my hands. They said I would have a learning disability. Um, they pretty much told my parents I would be like almost a vegetable. And um, once I learned to walk again and use my hands and I graduated from Old Dominion University, I knew that there would be no stopping me. I knew at that point I had so much to prove, not only to myself, but at the time, you know, I was still young. So I felt like I had so much to prove to others because, you know, at the time, my, my son, father, I felt like he thought I was ugly. You know, I, you know, I was still young. I was 19. I was 20. Um, you know, I thought I was ugly. I thought people would look at me different. Um, I didn't have capabilities of using my hands anymore. What I thought was beautiful um, had no longer been beautiful in my eyes of what I was looking at in the mirror. So I just knew that I wanted to become better. So that's, um, that's where the fierce part comes from. Wow. And, and we're referring to uh, Tamaya's book title from Fatal, uh, Fatal to Fierce. Yeah. So uh, let's back this thing up. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're fighting for your freedom, truly, because you don't want to be a captive in your body. But this is a long journey. So you, you, you touched Very. on talking about listening to that voice, which I believe in 100%. I, I say that if no matter what, if you just hear that voice, pretty much it'll keep you wherever you need to be. 
But Absolutely. I have to believe because there's been some time since 1997. Absolutely. So how was it? When did you realize it? No matter what, that voice had to be listened to. Was it immediately following the accident, or was no, it? No, absolutely not. Okay. No. Um, after the accident, I still got into things. I was still mischievous. Actually, after the accident and me going through the process of healing, it had actually got worse afterwards. Um, I had started doing um, other things in the street and so forth, and you know, hustling myself. I was dealing with hustlers. I was. Um, you know, um, I had became that I'm going to get it anyway, anyhow type of situation because um, it was so crazy because I had went to go see a psychiatrist because I didn't understand why I was still getting in trouble. I didn't understand why if I've been through so much, like why am I still so like, why, why do I still buck all the time? Like, why do, why do I always, you know, I don't take no as an answer. Why am I always ready to jump out the window? And I went to go see a psychiatrist and it was so crazy because she told me something and it stuck with me when I, I remember laying on her couch and um, actually she wanted, she wanted me to sit up on her couch. She was like, you know, the laying down thing is like what you see on TV. I was like, well, I want to, yeah, I'm dead serious. She was like, my the laying down thing is what you see on TV. I'm like, well, listen, I want to lay down. Like, let let's let's do what's on TV. Let's try this. So I did. I laid down, and, and she told me. She said, she said to my the reason why you are the way that you are is because so much has been taken from you that you feel that you always have to take back. And when she told me that. It changed me. Like, it really moved me because I was like, I don't want to feel like the world owes me anything. I don't want to feel like I'm crippled to a situation. I don't want to feel like I've my life has been stolen because it hasn't. Like, I still got a lot of life to live. I just got to learn to live this new life that I have to live. Because for 19 years, you know, I lived where I could walk out the house cut my hair short, don't have to wear bangs. I can dress how I want. I could, you know, I don't have to, well, I don't have to hide my hand, but at the time in my mind, and even still now subconsciously, I hide my hand and I don't mean to, but you know, it's just something that I had got adapted to. And um, I went to church one day with my cousin Keisha and um, we were young. This was during that time. And doing a healing process and I went to church with her and you know at the end of church they asked you to come up if you haven't been saved if you want to give your life to God and so forth so we had both we walked up there she had stood up first I got up and I walked up to the front with her and I remember so vividly that I just like as soon as I got up there it was like I passed out it was like God was talking to me and he was like it's either now or never like, I'm giving you this chance to change your life either now or never. And, you know, from then I knew that it was him that was leading me. And I knew that it was him that I had to answer to. So that's, that's, that, that was pretty much my changing point. Wow. So I know y'all want to get this book because I'm sitting here like, girl, so then what happened? And yeah, what, it's all truth. It's all facts. All facts. I think yes. that I like that you shared that you had this life-changing experience that should have been like, sit down, like, right. Yeah. Just stay focused yeah. on what you need to do, but we're human. Yeah. 
and we get complacent as soon as things get good or get comfortable again what do we do we forget about the hard work, the the trials and whatever brought us there because it's, it's just like what they say about child labor, what they say, you know, you go through the pain and afterwards you don't remember it. That's God's way of making, making it okay so you have other babies or something like that. Right. Uh, you know, I think that there's probably folks listening who are probably asking themselves like, why do I keep doing the same thing? Like, I truly believe that when we keep having the same thing happen and you think you're changing it's because you haven't learned the lesson you're there to learn yet wow that's deep yeah i I know there's been plenty of times i didn't handle situations like i'll be going good and i'm like okay i'm better i handled that pretty good and i'm patting myself on the back like oh you didn't go off you you said the right thing and you thought before you spoke and you know and then turn the corner somebody else catches me off guard when i hadn't prepped my mind and i right back at square one and I know it's because I haven't learned that lesson. I haven't learned or whatever. And this is just, that's just an example. But It's like one of those things, like when babies, um, you know, you know, babies go touch something and they go touch it again. And you're like, so you won't just go touch it again. You know, it's like one of those things. And it's like, it, you, they don't stop touching it until they get burnt. And it's, it was that thing with me. Like I wanted, I wanted better and I wanted to live different and I wanted. what I really wanted honestly was myself back like I felt like I want myself back like I wanted that Tamaya back I wanted that girl back I wanted that it girl back you know and I was fighting out here to get her back and I was proving to the world that I was still her when I had nothing to them I had I had nothing to prove to them I had everything to prove to myself and I had everything to prove to my son and that that when you get to that point and you realize that life is about you and it's not about the surrounding um you realize that you have to live for you and it's okay to live positive for other people around you it's okay to make sure that you um you know dust off and and make put a house over your family's head and make sure you have money in the bank account but at the end of the day if you don't take care of yourself then what what does it all mean? It doesn't mean anything, you know, because it, I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything. So that's, that's what it's all about. That's what the From Fatal to Fierce um, is about. It's from going through a journey, from almost losing my life, from like literally walking this world because I wore this stripe on me. You know, I have these scars that I wear every single day internally and externally, but I don't let it define who I am. So, you know, it's a lot of people that look at me and they, they don't even notice that I have scars, but I do. I wear bangs every day. So, you know, people might even look at me like, why is she always wearing bangs? That's why. I got a, I got a war. I got a war scar out here that God saved me from. So I wear bangs. That's what it is. But I don't know. I hope that helped you. <laughs> this episode was produced and edited by S1G1 Productions. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence, a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay.
And your honesty is really what's most remarkable to me because a lot of us have scars that no one can see, you know? And I think when you're dealing with them on the outside, you have to learn how to embrace them. And, And then the remarkable thing about your story is that you said that you're trying to go back to being Tamaya, but Tamaya was 19. Did Tamaya even know who Tamaya was? You no, know? I did not. Right. And I think as women, we have all these different transitions in our life. And I, I don't know what I was reading not too long ago, but they were talking about how as humans, we change every five to 10 years, pretty much. We have new new seasons in our life, new things that happen, things that help us to evolve. And what you just said resonated with me because I can't tell you how many times in my life I felt off because I wasn't the version of myself I was, let's say, prior to something happening. That's right. Right? right. But that's the transition. Who's to say I was still supposed to be that version of that person? Maybe I was supposed to go through this catalyst to have this catalyst to help me be whoever I was supposed to be in the next phase of my life. And I think oftentimes we spend a lot of energy and time trying to get back to something that never served us in the first place. Girl, amen. And the thing is, when you're when you're young, like I said, I was 19 years old. So, you know, at 19 years old, I don't know. At, at 19, what, what do you really know? You know, so I'm thinking that that's where it was. But most of all, it was just about the adapting to who I had to become. It was about the adapting to... Um, you know, covering up the scars, learning how to walk. You got to think at 19 years old, they telling you, you don't, you never walk again. When you wake up from something and you're, what do you mean by I'll never walk again? What do you mean I'll never you be, be able to use my hands? Not to mention, I have a three-month-old baby. What do you mean? So I'm learning to be a mother. I'm learning to walk. I'm learning to love myself. I'm learning who I am. I'm learning to look at this new person in the mirror every day. I'm learning to, to, to just, you know, everything. Like I'm learning who my family is again. I'm learning who my friends are. I'm learning everything all over again, like a baby at 19, at 19 years old. So I'm, you know, it's a struggle. It's a real struggle. I'm going through depression. I'm sad. Uh, me and my son, father, we, we going through breakups, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's a whole lot. I feel like my friends are leaving me. You know, I got my other friends is there for me, but the ones that was in the car accident with me, like they left, you know, and I'm like, what's going on? Like what, what's up with this whole new life? But once I got to know who God was and once I, once, once I got to know who God is, and once I got to know that he is the reason that I walk, is when I can actually say that I, I stand proud to be who I am today. I stand proud for the scars and so far. And it took that to even write this book, because I wanted to write this book like 12, 12 years ago. But I didn't because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to release these pictures and release who I am, you know, to people in my struggle. Because, you know, everybody, they, you know, you just, I don't know. Some things is for you is for you. But getting out here and putting this book out, I can tell you, Amir, has been a wonderful journey. Oh, my gosh. The testimonies that I've been receiving from people is absolutely phenomenal. People are telling me some of the things that they've been through in their lives. And I am so blessed and so happy that God has allowed me to be his vessel to touch that many people for them to be able to tell me and want to tell me 
what they've been through. So I feel like I'm doing my job. Um, I wanted to read this quick part real quick. It's only going to take a couple seconds. But this will kind of tell you, Amira, where I was. Um, I got a minute? Of course. Go ahead. Okay. So it says, and this is my chapter 12. It says, um, after my breakdown, I was more determined than ever to replace the ugly, disfigured face I saw in the mirror that day with my own eyes. Me, the girl I once knew and fell in love with, was gone. I didn't love the person I saw in the mirror. She was weak, she was ugly, and she was broken. From that day forward, a speedy recovery was my number one force and goal after such a traumatic experience. The severe damage done to my forehead affected me in ways I never saw coming, like headaches, mood swings, frustration, loss of memory. Once I was able to research, so basically right there is, uh, I could keep going, but right there in the, in the beginning of that chapter 12 kind of explains to you like where I was, depression, sadness, um, not knowing who I was, um, irritable, mood swings, um, frustration, um, and so forth, you know, side effects, um, PTSD, um, everything. So I've been through a whole roller coaster with this thing. So it's, you know, it's real. So I'm, I'm very blessed to be here to even be able to talk to you and everyone else. No, and I'm glad you are. I think for me, it's important that we hear from people who have different journeys. And a lot of times we only see the finished product. I mean, if they go to your website right now, and they look at how fabulous you are and they read your bio and they hear about you. And we haven't even, we didn't even get a chance to touch on you working with the Grammys and styling and <laughs> all know. the things that you've done. But I know. if they God saw bless. that, they would not have a clue that this woman battled depression. She had negative thoughts. She had low self-esteem. All these things that most of us have dealt with, right? Yep. We just don't yes, talk absolutely. about it. And I'm so glad you shared that when the time came for you to write this book is just as much healing for you as it is for those who you're sharing it with because you're walking in your purpose. Absolutely. Um, and that's what it's about. It's actually about showing people that just because you go through something doesn't mean it's the end. Just because I, I just spoke last week um, at the oceanfront. I live in Virginia Beach and I spoke last week um, at a um, ministry um, event on the oceanfront. And I was, my, my speech was about just because things doesn't happen for you right now does not mean God isn't preparing it for you. Just because he's not giving it to you right now does not mean he's not preparing it for you. God could have a whole plan for you, but it just, it does not mean right now. And, and like, you may want this house, and God got you still working and working and working. And you feel like, oh my God, like I'm never going to get this house. I'm never going to get this house. But the whole time, what you don't realize is he's fixing your credit. He's putting more money in your bank account. He's showing you different areas, different locations for you to live in. He's showing you where you want to stay. He's showing you the route that you want to go. He's showing you what interstate you want to get off. He's showing you all these other things before he gives you that house. And then he's going to give it to you. But you, it just might not mean right now. So continue to work on what you got going on right now. Continue to work on where your life is right now. And you're going to get that gold nugget. You're going to get the golden nugget. It's going to be there for you. So that's, that's, that's what I believe in. And that's, that's everything. So that's how I, you know, like you said, I, I did do the Grammys. I did the, um, the soul train awards and so forth. And all that is all for God's blessings. Like I would have never imagined that girl 
that was laying in that bed would, would even be able to walk any of those red carpets, you know? So, um, yeah, to God be the glory. He is real. And I am a walking testimony that he's real to my date. <laughs> hey, snap, hey. snap, snap. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, go on and marinate oh, on that. hot girl summer. That's what they do, <laughs> yes, yeah, right. That's what they do, right? But no, yeah. I think that I, I definitely value your story and your path. And I have to know because you've been so transparent with us, what vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Oh, god, that is so oh my god, that was such a that was beautiful. Um, just continue to pray that I have strength to carry on. I want to take this thing to another level. I want to get from fatal to fierce to touch many hearts, um, many souls. I want many people to read this book, um, not because I want to sell millions of books, but it's because I want people to be okay with not being okay. It's, mm-hmm. o- it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to need help. It's okay to, to not be happy. It's okay to, to go through. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to go get help. You know, a lot of people are afraid to go get help. They're afraid to go to counselors or psychiatrists or whatever. And they feel like that makes them crazy. No, that, that doesn't make you crazy. That makes you understand who you are. I always believe in as an adult to know who you are is the most powerful thing that you can ever do as an adult to know who you are because can't nobody confuse you and and I'm also a 100% do not pass go believer and going to prayer I pray every day I pray all day I'm always beside my bed I'll stop in the middle of the day and pray and so forth I was just um in here praying I'm talking about to the to the holy of the holies earlier today because like I said you know this haven't been the best week but it's okay it's all right to not be okay so, you know, that's what I would ask y'all to do. Continue to pray for me. Continue to ask for doors to open for me. Continue to, um, you know, ask for fatal affairs to, to, to get out there to different people. And continue to post me, y'all. Post me, repost me, tag me, and so forth. And, you know, let, let it work. Let God work. Let God do his work received. So I know that yeah. folks are already sending good vibes and sending prayers up on your behalf and just asking I want to hear from more people about their journeys. I think that the more we realize that we are so much more similar, maybe you haven't been in a, in a, in a hor- horrific car accident, but have you yeah. felt ugly? Have you felt like the person who you are partnered with to make a child was no longer desiring you? Have you felt depressed? Have you felt hurt? Have you felt like your life was over because maybe you made a decision that you should, that could have been a different decision. We've all had those situations. Absolutely. You know, I always used to tell people, this is one of the things that I'd always say when I was younger, when people, you know, would make, would kind of ostracize girls who came up pregnant as a teenager, you know, I would always say, they just got caught. That's the only difference between everybody else. Everybody else was out there doing the same stuff. So they just got caught and they made a choice. Right. And so just because everybody can't see your shame, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So let's just be a little bit more careful about judging one another, ladies. Let's Amen. be a little bit more careful about supporting and and how we look at folks. You know, we don't know their story. Amen. You know, just like Tamaya said, why is she always wearing bangs? Why do you care? 
are her bangs yeah. bothering you? Like, like let's let's go back to the basics. So Amen. this Saturday, you can brunch with anyone in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? This Saturday for me? Yeah. Wow. If I could brunch with anybody this Saturday, dead or alive. Oh, how deep can I go? As deep as you want. I want Jesus at the table. Oh, you sound like my daughter. Y'all got to meet. <laughs> that's my boyfriend. She says it all the time. Oh, no, that's beautiful. So that would be like, whoa. I don't even know what to say to that one. That's the first. He's the first on the show in that capacity. <laughs> Girl, you got me in here crying. Don't cry. I don't want him at the table because I don't want to ask him so many questions. I just want to know, like, why? Like, why did you save me? You know, that's what I would want to know. I want to know, like, why Why am I here? And am I doing what you want me to do? Oh, you already know the answer to that. You know, I just want to do what he wants me to do. You know, I don't want to do, I always ask him to not, like, even when I wrote this book, I asked this book to be of him and not of me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to do what I want to do. You know, I want to do what he wants me to do. And that's, that's just it. Like, that's what my whole life is about. You know, and I just don't want to get misconstrued or anything oh. like that. You know, so yes. oh my god, I can't believe you asked me that question. You made me cry. But you know what? I had to say this. I had to say you yeah. know that you're doing what he wants you to do. You know yeah. that in your hearts. That's why you're crying. Yeah, I'm you trying. Know that you know you know that you're walking in your purpose and you're not deviating from that. So. Yes, I, I, I definitely want him at the brunch. Trust mm-hmm. me. But <laughs> yeah. You know that. You know that. You feel it. Everything is working out and it will continue to work out. And it's just a not right now. It's not yeah. a no, it's a not right now. And if people knew all the no's that come with and discouragement that comes with entrepreneurship or activating your dreams, oh, th- they would probably really hide and never work Listen, out. <laughs> if they knew how many no's I get, like they might like you know i believe like social media is about the yes you know nobody really posts the no's that's why i'm okay to tell everybody that last week wasn't a, a good week you know i'm i'm very transparent and social media is a lot of yes you know that's why i tell people like you might look at people's lives on social media and you're like why can't i do this or why can't i be like that like don't judge what they're showing because they only show you what they want you to see you know so I do believe that. And I get a lot of no's, but I just keep fighting for my yes. And I keep building for my yes. So absolutely. Yes. No, that's beautiful. So I have to know, where can people follow you? How can they support you? Yes. Thank you. Okay. No more tears. We're back. No. <laughs> fierce is back uh, at the table, but you can be fierce and cry too. That's what gets us to be. That's what yes, that's our medicine, absolutely. right? That's how we you get there. So, um, <laughs> no, but my book is called From Fatal to Fierce. Um, my website is www.tamiyadavis.com. So it's www.tamiyadavis.com. On Instagram, I am at Y-N-O-T-T-A-M-I-Y-A. So that's at Why Not Tamaya. And then on Facebook, I'm just Tamaya Davis. All right, y'all. So, you know, I always say, give her feed 30 days. Yeah. Go ahead and follow. Give it 30 days. All this positive energy, how can you not 
Uh, how yeah. can I follow? Like, how can you not want good vibes surrounding you? Like in every yes. right? So, man, Tamaya, I have enjoyed your story. I've enjoyed your, you. energy. your your open transparencies. Truly, truly, I'm sending great vibes your way. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on Brunch and Slay Podcast. Oh, you're so sweet, y'all. And you know what? <laughs> you know, this is a listener-supported show. What does that mean? That means that the listeners keep us going. That means... Yes. Yes. So if you love the show and you love all the positive energy that we put out there, go ahead and head over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay and find out how you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, y'all. That's 12 bucks a year. Wow. That's even two dope. full grandes, okay? That's dope. So That's dope. I'm going to make sure I post that for you. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, I want y'all to always remember no matter what, if she can, I can, we all can. Bye.